Hi, hello everyone. My name is Magdala Ramirez and I come from the Maya Mexica tradition. We are in this wave for 13 days. Still, it's like we are in the middle of it. That it is about the Coatzacoatli. She is the vultures. She is the condor. She is that feminine aspect that transmute, that it is able to transmute herself and everybody else. She's life. She's death. You see, the condor, it is a very, very powerful being. And it is very much represented by the South of the Americas. The South of the Americas is the feminine. And the North of the Americas is the masculine. It is represented by the eagle. They both got distorted in one way or the other. Yet it is these prophecies that the condor and the eagle must fly again. Means that they both need to go into all these transition times, the masculine and the feminine too. But how do we even conceive and understand what happened? When I was little, every single teaching of the feminine was happening in the kitchen with my abuelas by making the tamales and very much it was such a feminine side of it. I mean the whole family, the women gathered together to make those tamales. The women in those times they were really talking about what was going on with them, what was those teachings that it was taking place and they never allowed men in the kitchen when they were making tamales. And it was a purpose about this. And I always argue with my abuelas. They always said, the men does not understand. You hold on into those teachings until it is the time to speak. And I always argue with them because why? What it will happen? So if a man will come, some of my abuelos will come into the kitchen. They will say, you go over there. We will serve you. And, you know, it was more like caressing the ego of the masculines, saying or thinking women are here to serve me. And it wasn't for the abuelas. They always said as much more ego the men have, much more easy to manipulate you know, manipulate them. And that was my argument about why. And they always said that's how the things are and you won't speak about this until the time comes. This happens way, way, way back. You know, when I listened to Stephen Hopkins, then I understood why. You know that the heart is the one that takes the decisions. And then make believe the mind, that it is the mind the one that it is taking the decisions and making it rational, thinking that it needs to be the decisions very rational. When it is truly the heart, the one that it is quicker. So Stephen Hopkins made this experiment about it and I was fascinated about it because it shows exactly 
what the abuelas didn't tell. You know, it is a science about this. Because that relationship in the outside, it is the relationship that it is happening in the inside. Now, what happened if the woman is hurt? If the woman side of you, the woman aspect is wounded? Well, if you're sad and taking a decision based on sadness, that's how it's going to be. A sadness um, creation. If it is anger, if it is desperation, whatever that is your emotion in the taking decisions, that is exactly the outcome of how it's going to be. People in pain are completely much more manipulable because they are so afraid of pain. And pain, it was never meant to be that way, in the way that people think nowadays about pain. Thinking that, ah, oh my gosh, that that was life. It's about pain and suffering. All this is part of a big, 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 big programming. The church didn't help thinking that as much more pain you have, it is kind of like a virtue thing. And it is not true. The truth is that we need to change the perspective about pain. There are lessons in your life. There are always lessons in your life. And the lessons are about love. Love that you are. It's not that... You are the vehicle of love. No, you are love. And you have always been love. And the script, it is the part that it gets into the manipulation. When we work in that condor, and how to remember the original ways of the condor, it is very, very powerful. You know that in 1986 or 85, some place like that, that is when the abuelas of the condor in South America said, okay, time to speak. Time to speak about the feminine ways. Before that time, everything was in the hidden. It was not being able to share openly with anybody. It was not being able to actually uh, speak these things out loud. You know, so you might think, well, 1986, about, I don't know, 30 years ago, 33, something like that. And it is really not that much time speaking about the Divine Feminine. And who is she? And how to move this incredible programming that it has been controlling the people for a very, very long time. Healing the woman aspect, it is just imperative at this time. One of the things to heal that, it is the sisterhood. Sisterhood that the system really wanted to destroy at all times. Divide and conquer the use. So women will not be able in, for such a long time really see another woman. As a sister, they see them as a competition, envy, jealousy. Oh my gosh, so much of that distortion. Thinking that that woman was there just to compete. 
that woman was there just to overpower it. And that is not the ways of the original human being. Sisterhood is just way too important. We have been working in the sisterhood, in our ceremonies, in the school. Oh my gosh. It is so amazing, beautiful to see multiracial sisterhood, multi-age sisterhood, that it is taking place right there. People from everywhere in the world really connecting and being sisters to each other, taking care of each other. I am very, very, very proud of each one of them because they have overcome every single situation. So I am telling you, this is possible. There is many circles of women that they want to really connect in these ways, in these forms. And that it is a blessing because they are hearing really the voice of the one that created them. The Great Mother showing the way. One of the things that we encounter way, way, way back, it was people, women, saying things about other women. And it was very powerful to just put it in the table and talk about it openly and say it. Like, okay, you feel jealous, you feel envy, you feel... Okay, let's talk about this because we do need to overcome these forces. There is really not such a thing of feminine ways without the sisterhood. I'm very proud of my own daughters that, oh my gosh, I create this very beautiful bonding between them. And they love each other. They just adore each other and they're so different. And it took a long time for me to understand that beautiful understanding of that power that it is that sisterhood. And bring it into the people that they're not biological sisters. They're not the same color of the skin. They're not uh, the same age. They're not the same background. So much differences and yet bringing that sisterhood back. There is a code of the sisterhood. And I think there is a file in my website that talks about that code of the sisterhood. That you can check it out. The code of the feminine, it is so powerful that give birth to the code of the warrior in the masculine ways. That honor and respect, that beautiful divine masculine that follows the code, you know, the knight, that knight, that it is able to understand the life that we are, it is really born from that feminine. As many other things that we did, for example, we have in the temple of the feminine, sacred dance. Sacred dance, it meant to be to help women to give birth, to help women to transmute, to help women to understand that womanhood that you are, your own sexuality. And then when it was the infiltration of the patriarchal system, it turns into something else. 
but a lot of martial arts. You have the katas, and it is a dance, a dance that it comes from the sacred dance of the feminine. Women need, don't need it in that time to go into really use swords and weapons in that way because they learn how to use their energy. And this is the most powerful thing because if you see the worlds in terms of energy, and I was um, listening to um, actually reading about Tesla And Tesla was talking about just see everything in terms of energy. And those were the ways of the feminine, that woman side of it. You see, the daughters of the great mother were able to manipulate energy in a good way. They understood their energy. They were able to control, and I said control in quotes, their emotional body. And use the emotion as a stepping stone to go higher, as a stepping stone to understand a better, higher truth about themselves. So there were many teachings of the feminine that it went into the masculine ways, the sons of God, you know, that sons of the great mother were using a lot of the tools and understanding that the women were doing in the very, very first time. But the sisterhood was very, very important because when you feel the power of your sister by your side, the power truly increases. When there is nothing to hide, when it is being given in a good way, share it that incredible power it is always for the highest good of everyone that highest good of everyone it is installed in you it has always been in you there is the ways of the feminine the daughters of the great mother understood healing in a very very different way you have nowadays so many beautiful beautiful healers What happened to those healers? You know, it wasn't something that you learn in a book or in a workshop. It was something that it was a call. A call to relate with the herbs and the flowers. A call to relate and understand the energy that it was in the body of the human being. And of course the emotions that rules very much your physical body, your thoughts. So those healers, it is really deep inside of you. You know, from those healers, they were the perfect alchemist. Those alchemists has always been in there. And we need to remember, you know, the body really heals itself, but the energy that you put into it is just way too important. Again, it's about the energy. What happens in many places everywhere in the world is that those healers, like in Europe, it was this huge massacre, you know, in the Inquisition. They killed more than six million women, burned it as a witch. 
when you have those kind of stories here in the Americas, you know, they make all these genocides from the shamans and the healers. So when you have those kind of genetic memories, it was a fear for the women especially to remember that you have always been a healer. You are completely psychic, means you know already what is next. You know already what is going to happen because you always see from the future back. And you can practice that and it's very, very powerful. You can see what is it. It is not clouded for you. So these women also were visionaries. You see, as we have been talking about it, every single beautiful man that they brought so many teachings, the, the sons of the Great Mother, what they have in common is that they marry a very, very powerful woman. That's why they say behind every great man is a woman. But you see, behind every great woman is nobody there. But the sisterhood is just right there by her side. And this is how it's going to be. We need to comprehend this in a higher manner. So those men were so powerful, but they were trained very much by women. They have powerful mothers, and they have very powerful wives that through sexuality also, they also embrace that enlightenment because your womb is very, very powerful, very, very sacred. Sacred sex is very important to remember. I actually have a book about sacred sex. You can find it in my website too. It's one of my best sellers. It is very, very important to understand that sexuality and the power that you have in your womb. That's why you need to be very, very selective as a woman and understand this in a higher manner. So those men that they were married with these powerful, beautiful women, they brought these incredible teachings. And as I'm telling you, those teachings, it comes from the feminine. The men has the feminine inside of them too. That's where their power comes about. For the men, it is about deductive mind. Means they need to see things in the outside to click in the inside. And from them, there, you know, many practices for enlightenment has come into being, which they're good. But it is very much into the male side, the outside to the inside. That's meditation. But meditation only really begins when it is the absence of the mind, the absence of thought, which is the purity of the feminine. For the feminine, it is from that inside to the outside. Our struggle as a woman he has to do is, I know all these things, how do I bring it out? How do I say it? You know, this very abstract world, that it is nothing 
that it is making sense in the world of the form. And yet it is so powerful that you can organize it in certain way and be able to bring it forward. Means that you have this incredible wisdom in you. How do you tap into this wisdom? Well, we have been saying this all along. It is the great mother, the one who heals the daughter. That's why it's so important to listen with the one that created you. It is a voice inside of you that it is always guiding you. And it is always healing you. Healing all these situations that you encountered as a woman. Nowadays, the message is because of this wave. It has been very, very intense. Like that divine feminine is being challenged over and over and over again. Yet, in order to understand that respect from the outside, you need to understand the respect to yourself. That means embracing this incredible wisdom that you have. As we have been saying, that divine masculine, it is also longing for that divine feminine. As the feminine has been longing for that divine masculine. So, means that your mind, it is ready to embrace your heart. As your heart is beginning to trust yourself. Trust your mind. Your mind wants to be understood. Your heart wants to be loved. And it is the time to love in the understanding. And understanding love in a very different manner. Breaking the scripts. So you are able to see that you have always been loved. You know the lessons of love for male and female. And it doesn't matter the sex preferences. You know, that has nothing to do with the union of polarities. It has to do with your own being. How do you relate with your own self? You know, that part it is just very important to understand. There is this obsession by the world of the form. But the world of the form, it is only a reflection of what it is going on inside of you, a perception of reality that you can change it at all times. This is our time to comprehend a higher truth about yourself. And healing that woman, it is imperative. Healing whatever has happened. You know, say something, because the system is still this patriarchal. You can always say, I don't think so. Do we need to be aggressive? Do we need to do all these things? You see, for the patriarchal system feels that a woman that said something, like enough is enough, it feels aggression for them. But it is not really aggression. You know, the daughter of the great mother is also a warrioress. But there is many ways to bring Forward that warrior is. And if you fight in a good way, if you fight in the ways of the feminine, means understanding energy, 
you have so much power and that it is what it is needed to understand that respect. I was talking to my daughter, you know, about this and it was so powerful to see her saying, oh my gosh, look at this. You know, she's a businesswoman and there is many men that they think that she's working for a man or and she's the boss and yet she talks to women and women will follow the men not her and it is a power struggle all the time because the women has been trained to follow the masculine it is the wounded father situation so they think that that is the only way just following that masculine and the masculine is to be in charge about something we need to break that we need to understand the power of the feminine and women supporting that womanhood, that it is emerging in such a powerful manner. Well, we're coming to an end in this time and space, in this episode. We need to continue to healing the woman aspect so you can understand the eternal feminine. Listen with the one that created you. She's always there. We have this app called Messages from the Great Mother. You can download it in your phone. It's very powerful to see the synchronicities. Every message is unique. It is just for you, exactly in the right time. We have the school going. And I want you to register. Go to my website and register. Make your spiritual work. And come to ceremonies. We are very, very open. Keep on sending your emails. That has been very, very beautiful to see that we are now in this radio talk everywhere in the world. I love you and thank you for your work. I am you. I am Magdala. Oh yes, my website is magdalas.com. M-A-G. D-A-L-A-S dot com. Thank you.